Hi! We're here! Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yes>. Welcome <laughs> to Sidewalk Slam. The show, that's, the, that's the thing. That's us. Yeah. This is the uh, wrestling podcast slash vidcast where we talk about wrestling narratives and try to keep a positive spin on things. Not spin. That implies no. some sort of... That implies that it's all really bad and we're just like... Yeah. It's not. We just like... We really like wrestling. We like to focus on the positive. Yeah. We'll put it that way. And even the negative stuff, there's positives, too. Mm-hmm. So. We're recording this episode. This is the episode for Elimination Chamber 2017. Yes. We're recording it on uh, Monday the 20th, which is a couple days later than we'd planned because we yeah. had a busy weekend. So on the downside, it's coming to you a little later. On the upside, uh, I get to tell you, if you don't already know, yeah. there was information today about the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. yeah I'm really excited. Hall of Fame 2017. <laughs> Finally. Diamond Dallas Page yes. in the Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. Yeah, man. I'm is so excited. It, is it just going to be like, is he going to be inducted by all the people whose lives he's saved through DDP? <laughs> yeah. I don't know who's going to introduce him, but or introduce him, introduce him, introduce him. But, no, that, uh, was a, that, was a, that was a fair portmanteau of those yeah. two words. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, somebody commented that I said something like that last time. And they said, even when Adam's wrong, he's right. And I was like, hey. You make, you make good words. Yeah. Um, yeah, DDP is in the 2017 Hall of Fame. So right now it is Kurt Angle, yep. um, the Rock and Roll Express, and DDP, I think. Is that it? Uh, so far? far? I think Probably so. Probably like three more people or yeah, two or three more. Yeah, usually more than that, yeah. There's like seven usually. Like last year it was like Sting and the Freebirds and then... Uh, Jackie Godfather was the Godfather last year yes yeah I think so yeah um, so yeah DDP I'm so, I was I love DDP WCW like he had a great feud with uh, Randy Savage mm-hmm. that they were um, that was right around the time when Diamond Dallas's pay or wife at the time was Kimberly right um, they did. She did like a Playboy shoot, and mm. then they brought that into the feud. And Macho Man. I remember this one segment that they did on TV, and Macho Man was like in the crowd, <laughs> and he like had the magazine with them. Ooh. And they hated. You could tell like, as far as characters go, like they hated each other's guts. They had some great matches too. I think they had like a no DQ match. I can't remember which pay per view it was, but I'm sure someone will know. But yeah, if you want to check out a pretty good feud, Savage. I mean, Savage can have a good feud with anyone, right? Yeah. But I mean, DDP is a class act too. So, yeah. so hey, he's one of my favorites in WCW. So, yay. especially since like DDP started wrestling when he was like 36 or something. Yeah, like really late. Yeah, and uh, he didn't even like get his first world title win until he's like his 40s or something like that. And I think it was like crazy. Um, actually, did you know that? Do you remember? You probably won't remember, but at WrestleMania six. Um, at the time, the Honky Tonk Man and Greg the Hammer Valentine were a tag team called Rhythm and, remember Rhythm and Blues. And they were at WrestleMania Six at Toronto in Toronto. Rhythm they, and Blues. They drove in on a pink Cadillac. Okay. Diamond Dallas Page was driving that pink Cadillac, <laughs> and that was before he was even wrestling in WCW. Wow. So yeah, there's a lot of things like that that are yeah, just random. Like apparently it was Page's. Like he owned it. Yeah. And he drove it from. He lived in Florida at the time, Florida to Toronto. Wow, it was actually just his car? Yeah. Huh. There was a, uh, uh, more famously, there was a WrestleMania entrance for um, John Cena when he was, the whole uh, chain gang mafia or whatever was yeah. like part of the, the phrase. That was like his fan base was part of his game. I missed all that, gang. so like, yeah, anyway, but I've so heard he about this. In, yeah. yeah, he comes in in like this 
black mobster car, like the old like 1940s with a bunch of like dudes in uh, pinstripe zoot suits and Tommy guns hanging off the outside of the car. Yeah. And one of those guys was CM Punk. Yeah, he brought it up in that, yeah. uh, the infamous pipe bomb promo. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he was like, uh, I was hanging off and I was, one day I'm going to be headlining WrestleMania. Sadly, CM Punk never headlined a WrestleMania. Which it's still, it's, <laughs> which is still it bog. Like, it doesn't sound correct to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Though, when you talk about people who ought to be headlining WrestleMania and will now get an opportunity to. Welcome to Elimination Chamber. Yeah, this was, before we even get into it, the whole card from top to bottom I loved. Yeah. I fucking loved this paper. It was a really good paper. I cried twice. It was really, really like, good. Like, legit. Just yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a uh, SmackDown. I didn't watch the pre-show, though. Uh, well, I'll tell you exactly what happened. I, <laughs> in the... In the uh, a cracker, a firecracker of a pre-show match. In the Zack Ryder's Marty Jannetty off. <laughs> Mojo Raleigh versus Kurt Hawkins. Oh, man, Two, what happened? Two former tag team partners of Zack Ryder. Oh, yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Hawkins and Ryder were tag team Why? Champs. Why? What happened to Hawkins? Like, he had this big lead up, yeah. and he had all these vignettes, and then they just, like... Absolutely nothing you, happened. Nothing happened. The first time he was supposed to wrestle was, like, last year. Yeah. I can't remember which card it was. I want to say, like, No Mercy or TLC. Or Backlash. Or Backlash. And he shows up and gets in the ring and, and then he like, just leaves. leaves. Yeah, and it's like, all right, okay. He's, like, under undercard. Like, you don't even yeah. see him. <laughs> you hear whispers of his name. I don't know how this match, I don't know how this match even developed. I just liked Zack Ryder. It just Ryder. was thrown together. Zack Ryder tweeted about the match, and it's like, Mojo Raleigh takes on Kurt Hawkins. And Zack Ryder was like, my boys. <laughs> Why you fight? Yeah. How long is he out for? Do they know? I don't know. It was a knee surgery, right? Yeah. Uh, Mojo Raleigh went, won the match, by the yeah. way. So I think they they really like. I don't want to say like from what I've heard, and this is all rumors. Like they really yeah. high on Mojo Raleigh, and when the, we say the, management is high on someone, they think they have a lot of potential. They now the now Zubaz free Mojo Raleigh. He looks a lot better. He I does, will admit, yeah. without the Zubaz. So, from the. Talking Stick Resort Arena in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And brought to you by Hulu and For Honor. It's Damn. Elimination Chamber 2017. The first match of the night is a non-title match because yeah. neither of them were champions. But it's, a, it's a match <laughs> yeah. between... Uh, That'd be great if they called every non yeah. just no title. It's a non-title match. This <laughs> is a bullshit match. <laughs> With nothing on the line, yeah. except what was on the line. There was there was pride it's on the pride line. Pride on the line. There's always pride on yeah. the line, Graham. Becky Lynch versus Mickey James. Yeah. So. How did we end up Becky Lynch and Mickey James? Oh, boy. Because we the last time we talked about, we mentioned her in the six-man or six-woman match at the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. But, but we, we just kind of glazed over, like, where did she come from? Yeah, and we, why is she here? Because we mentioned her. Yeah. On an episode talking about her, she wrestled Asuka at TakeOver Toronto yeah. in NXT. Which, and she was not, like, under contract at the time. Yeah. Uh, Mickey James, I'm trying to double check. I missed all this Mickey James, like, the when she was actually on the main roster. So she debuted, Mickey James originally debuted in WWE in 2005. Yeah. And her initial... Uh, run or her her gimmick out the gate. The debut was a crazed fan of Trish Stratus. Okay, and like not just crazed, like creepily obsessed. Like, yeah, yeah okay, like weirdly creepily <laughs> obsessed. Yeah, and uh, they started to like they would have matches and 
but it, it like developed that she she became a wrestler and then she had a feud with Trish, but was like kind of what like AJ used to do. Uh, Didn't AJ and Paige have like a thing? Oh, like AJ that? Lee. Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of that. Or was it Paige this, and someone else? Because this was like, um, you know, like I only hurt you because I like you, sort of thing. Like yeah. it was weird. There was a lot of like, because this was peak shitty WWE. Again, it was the mid two thousand, so there was like, well, it's like the tail end of the Attitude Era. Yeah, and so there, there were, there mm. were. Trying to get ratings on like the lesbian angle of it. Yeah, there's like a bit. There's a bit where they had a match, and there's a bit that's like cut out on the network where Mickey James like sticks her hand down Trish's pants and then like Jesus, like licks her hand. Like, oh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets it, that is not good television. No, it gets like really explicit. Yeah, and, uh, eventually, eventually that feud gets gets dealt with, and then Mickey James just becomes a a, a normal wrestler, yeah, and uh, and she was always like, she was always good. She she that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, she put on good matches. Um, uh, typically, didn't uh, like she was she was good enough in the ring that they they that she typically didn't end up in the sort of the like bra and panties bullshit matches. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a former champion, five time women's champion, one time divas champion. Okay. And she's held a bunch of other titles in other... She's a three-time TNA Knockouts champion, because oh, okay. after she left WWE, she went to <clears> TNA <throat> for a while. Yeah. And um, she's had she has a lot of other titles in various independent promotions. And in WWE, her character and even the name Mickey and the music, which is sort of inspired by that song... Hey, Mickey, or something. Mickey, yeah, yeah. Uh, has always been sort of like... Uh, bubbly cheerleader a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and in TNA, it was much more sort of like her gimmick was like country star sort of thing. Like she wore like Daisy Dukes and, okay. and like a like a high tied off shirt yeah. kind of thing, boots. Yeah. And uh, I believe she actually also legit released an album or at least a single. Really? Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, remember when Ro Macho Man released a rap album? I tried to not. <laughs> FYI, it. Macho Man Randy Savage with a diss released, track <laughs> with a diss track on Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you could probably find it on YouTube. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Mickey James had been around for a while. Yeah, uh, decorated champion, good performer. Left WWE or they got rid of her after some awful storylines. You see this crop up all the time on like the what culture listicles of like, like. Shitty storylines or like the management being jerks. They did this. It was Team Lay Cool, which was Michelle McCool and Layla. Oh, this is the Piggy James. Piggy thing. James. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they did this storyline where she to like. It started as like a rib on her from backstage that it because she like gained a bit of weight and so they did. You know this what whole I fuck, I fucking hate the term rib. I hate it too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, God, I'm so glad we're on I the same page. I think it's meant to be like elbowing someone in the ribs. It's like. Yeah. Right, except yeah. you're—they're like—they're calling her Piggy James and saying that she's fat. And yeah, I heard about this. It's fucking ridiculous. Was not fat. She's not fat. She's no. athletic. It's yeah. like certainly not now. Yeah, and you know, uh, now she's 37. Yeah, and came back at NXT Toronto uh, for the match against Oscar. Oscar, yeah. and uh, obviously they made her wear the same old ring gear and the same, same intro music because it's like oh I remember right mm -hmm. that's that's what you want to do yeah. but she put in a great match yeah, it was Asuka, awesome. and it's like oh cool I wonder if we'll see more of her because it was just, this was just a one time thing it was like mm -hmm. she showed up in NXT and was like hey I'll fight you and they were like 
well, okay, let's make sure that you're good. And obviously they made sure that she was, could still wrestle. Yeah. And then had her have a match with Asuka. And they were like, okay, cool, great. Right, you know what? This. Main roster this. Why not? Yeah. So unrelated to that, yeah. on SmackDown, yeah. there, uh, Alexa Bliss had beaten Becky Lynch after TLC for the title yeah. at Tables Under Chairs. And then <laughs> Alexa Bliss had a match on SmackDown Mm -hmm. against a, uh, a masked wrestler yeah. named La Luchadora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, they fought. They had a decent match. La Luchadora, for a complete unknown, put on a really good showing. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of the match, she took her mask off, and it was Becky Lynch. Well, she won, yeah. She, yeah. La Luchadora won, and then she Which was like massive reveal. upset. Well, who's this, this yeah. La Luchadora? Just been the champion. Yeah. And it turns out it was Becky Lynch. Yeah. Uh, by the way... Because I actually I had had that spoiled for me, and I knew that it was Becky Lynch before I saw that episode. Oh! I was very impressed with how during the match, Becky Lynch didn't wrestle like, like Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch. Yeah, she wrestled a completely different style. I didn't know who it was, and I was like, I couldn't tell. I was like, yeah. who is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and so yeah. then it was then it was, ta-da! It's 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 Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. So, the the next week. Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss are having a match. Like their rematch. Yeah. The title rematch, right? And La Luchadora comes out. Yeah. But Becky Lynch is like, hang on. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. And La Luchadora interferes with the match. I couldn't tell who that was because I didn't, I didn't think it was Mickey James because I was looking at it like afterwards. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert! So yeah, kind of so, random, but yeah, La, I, this second Luchadora was someone just. I think it was just some random. Like uh, yeah, some, ends up getting unmasked eventually as yeah, Mickey, Mickey James. James because. Uh, but well, Alexa the, and yeah, Becky that, have a cage match. Yeah, but at that at that point, I don't believe that it was portrayed by Mickey James. I think. Yeah, was, that's I, what I mean. It was like just I think some it was somebody person. from NXT. Yeah, I don't know, but anyway. Um, eventually, yes, Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss have a cage match, and of course the reasoning for the cage match is to keep outside interference. Yeah. Um, and La Luchadora manages to, first of all, shows up, gets into the cage mm -hmm. through the door, because the... <laughs> it wasn't as good as Kevin Owens getting Jericho into the ring, right? The way to win a cage match is to pin or submit your opponent in the ring, mm -hmm. or by escaping the cage, which you can do by climbing up the sides and going over the top, or leaving through the door yeah. in the side of the cage, but you only get to try once, or maybe what? twice. Because really? when I was a kid, it's, cage matches were only won by escaping. Yeah. They added in the pin and submission thing later. And then there's the door is like, you you can like call you like incapacitate them and you're like open the door and the ref opens the door yeah and then you try to leave and they pull you back in and then it's like well there it goes now the door is locked and it's like what the <laughs> fuck is going on anyway so she got in, uh, she gets in the cage uh, wrestles around with Becky who pulls her mask off and holy shit holy shit it's, it's Mickey James, James on WWE television for the first time in seven years yeah right because again remember she did that one off match in NXT but that had been like a month and a half prior to this yeah. Unless you knew like secret behind the scenes I didn't. information that yeah. Mickey James had been hired on, you would ne never have expected this. And suddenly, Mickey James again, who hadn't been seen in years, is in a cage match, interfering with yeah. Becky and Alexa. So why is that? Well, on Talking Smack, 
Mickey will tell you that she's pretty pissed off yeah. about the notion of this divas revolution, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, look at you know Becky Lynch and Charlotte and Sasha Banks, and they're like, oh, we're the divas revolution. We're we're women's wrestlers that can actually wrestle. Look at us, not like those divas from before. And Mickey James is like. F you, I was a five-time women's champion, and you are just shitting on all the work that people like me and Trish Stratus and Lita did back in the day, and how dare you? Yeah. And obviously, that's her character talking. Yeah. But that's a great motivation. It's a great motivation. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, It's like, I don't know, the SmackDown writers just get it, I think. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's unbelievable. And so, this is, this match is a grudge match off yeah. between Mickey and Becky Lynch, because it's... Mickey doesn't necessarily care about the title. It's just she thinks that Becky is sort of the poster child for the Divas Revolution on SmackDown yeah. and wants to teach her a lesson. Yeah. I'm kind of hazy on the details of the match, but I do remember when I was watching this match, like, goddamn, Becky Lynch is a fucking star. Yeah. Like, the whole She's time so I'm watching, good. I'm like, everyone loves her. She wrestles great. She wrestles like... She can talk really well, too. Yeah. She's a good talker. Like, I'm just like, this see, woman is incredible. Did you see the video of her just trying to open, open the thing? That apples. was really funny. Yeah. There's a video. I'm sure if you Google Becky Lynch pineapples you can find it but there's a video that she streamed to like facebook live or instagram or periscope or something yeah of her just trying to open a can of pineapples without a can opener yeah i am currently in a losing battle with a tin opener i never thought people on telly had to deal with these kind of problems it's so endearing. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's just, good. It's thoroughly entertaining to watch someone be confounded by a can of pineapple. <laughs> yeah. Becky's great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and and like I said, for for thirty seven, which historically is on the upper end of viability for women's wrestlers in the WWE, mm -hmm. Mickey James is great. Just as good. Yeah. Hasn't, she's good. Hasn't slowed down at all. Mm, yeah. And uh, it's also a miracle that Becky Lynch isn't given like a leprechaun gimmick or something, oh right? Yeah, no like, kidding. I mean, we don't have a lot of faith in the. She WWE. got the red hair, but she doesn't even wear that much green. No, she doesn't. God, please don't bring Hornswoggle back and pair with like you pair him with Becky Lynch. I mean, I think like the 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 uh, the the downward, like you got uh, Finley, right? Yeah. Who's like Fungly. okay, wearing green. Carry a shillelagh stick. Your yeah. son is a leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, I actually watched rewatched the WrestleMania where he fought somebody. Yeah. God, it was Fit Finley versus someone. <laughs> Who was it? Yeah, I can't remember. Like but a, I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> like Finley's a good wrestler too. Yeah, yeah. and then the next step is like Sheamus, yeah. who's got like red hair and wears the Celtic cross and is like the Celtic warrior and yeah. was always like, you know, he's got like the brogue kick and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Becky Lynch, who's the last kicker yeah. and has red hair, and then Noam Dar, yeah, who's just a guy. He's just the Noam Dar and Finn Balor is also Irish. Yeah, and he's just like. They're, they're from Ireland. Yeah, I think right? they call Noam Dar is like the Scottish supernova or something like oh, he's that. He's Scottish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But okay. But yeah. And Finn Balor's Irish. But yeah, it's just the it's like the 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 if you look at that as like an evolution like the like the evolution <laughs> of man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's Finn Finley and then and then Seamus. He's just really big. And then <laughs> Becky yeah. Lynch. And then yeah. But yeah, the match was great. Uh, I think Becky won with a roll up. Uh, yep, rolled her up and got the pin. Yeah, so I mean, I expected Becky to win because this is kind of like the babyface gets revenge on the counterpart 
for, I mean, this was a more direct route than, this is what Seth Rollins should have done mm -hmm. to get to, because like Seth Rollins losing to Kevin Owens and then he should have gone right after Jericho yeah. instead of like waiting like a month or something like that. And then deciding that getting after Jericho was a way to draw out Triple H, which made no sense. <laughs> but we're not, we're not gonna get into that right. right now, but this is a more direct route. So did you, did you find the commentary was having trouble during this pay-per-view? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of phase, I phase out Otunga so much that I don't complain about him because I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like Otunga's just being Otunga. Um, Mauro Ronaldo called the Elimination Chamber Hell in a Cell about fucking six times. Yeah, and, and I even was like, Otunga, yeah. Otunga, yeah, was like, wake up, Mauro. Yeah, and he was like. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I don't know what was. I don't know because Morrow's usually really good. Yeah, and this is the one night where people are like, "How do you feel about this?" I was like, "I don't know." He probably just had an off night. Like I didn't really. I didn't. It didn't bother me. No. But it's just like it was weird for Morrow, who was usually so on the ball. You could tell that he was like, "Did I? Did I do it again?" Yeah. He's Damn, like, it. Damn it! Like he was obviously super upset with himself. Yeah. But anyway, um, the if I have to pick a worst part of this pay per view, it was this next part where we go to a skybox, and. James Ellsworth and Carmella are sitting, oh. sitting up in a private skybox. I kind of like this. Watching, <laughs> watching the, uh, watching the the pay per view. Yeah. And like three or four times over the course of the night, the backstage reporter goes up there and is like, "Carmella, what did you think of the match?" And Carmella will say, "I thought A B C," and she'll go, "Okay, cool." Ellsworth, what did you think of the match? And he just sort of goes, "Uh, uh, 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 A B C," just like Carmella said. <laughs> Now leave me alone. I liked them just because they were so shitty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they were like yeah. they're so bad that I was just like, it people. fits the Ellsworth like that's fair character, the new character. Like I actually dig what they're doing with him still. Right. I was like, I didn't think he would be still be entertaining. Mm -hmm. Pairing with Carmella, I think was the perfect move because yeah. it like it gives it lets Carmella get easy heat because. This fucking slug Ellsworth keeps interrupting <laughs> in her matches, you know, yeah. and she keeps winning. So I think it's just perfect. And the way they dress, like fucking Ellsworth dressed as like a like a hand-me-down tap-out bro, like you know what I mean? Like it's just like the way he dresses. Yeah, the kind of guy that you see at a strip club watching UFC. Yeah, yeah. But everything's like three sizes too large for him. Yeah, and it's all gold. Yeah. Like, oh, the kind of you just want to hate them. Like club watching UFC. Yeah, wow, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. I was trying to figure out like, why do I dislike this character so much? So, like, <laughs> right, because he's a slug. <laughs> slug. Yeah, I don't know. I like the segments. I thought they were great. It does more. I think it does more for Carmella. Yeah, which is always because I've been super impressed with her like the last while. Next, which is fine because like. There's a limited upside on James Ellsworth's character. Yeah, right. It's like so. only so far, like especially as a babyface, like there's only so far that character can go. So they flipped him, put him with somebody who needed it. Yeah. SmackDown just does. Can SmackDown do any wrong? Not at the moment. Actually, a little bit later in this card, they do something kind of wrong. A little wrong, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. So the next match is a <laughs> a two-on-one handicap match. Yeah. Apollo Cruz and Kalisto. Yeah. Versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. So I think we mentioned at the Rumble, in the Rumble episode, that Dolph Ziggler is a heel now. Yes. He got really upset. He got real mad, and he attacked Kalisto first. He lost a, Kalisto, a match to Kalisto, yeah. and then attacked him with a chair afterwards. And then... And that, that was the turn, right? That was the yeah. turn. And then they showed a backstage segment, 
where like Apollo Crews and like a couple other dudes were just sitting in the backstage. In the locker room. They're like, hey man, why'd you attack Kalisto? And Dolph, yeah, Dolph comes back, starts wrecking shit because he's all angry. And then fucking Dolph headbutts the shit out of Apollo Crews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they did an in-ring segment with oh, Jerry the King Lawler. They did an episode of The King's Court, yeah. which as we mentioned before, everybody <laughs> has an in-ring interview segment. Yeah. The, the the VIP lounge, Piper's Pit, the cutting edge, the highlight reel. Yours would be, I, I think, now yeah. that I think about yours, would be a stark reminder. A stark reminder. Yeah. yeah that, that'd be a stark <laughs> reminder. <laughs> I guess tonight is a stark reminder. Me. Yeah. Um, I love when they do that. Whenever yeah. a heel's like, When Jericho did it? Yeah. Yeah, that Take was great. Man. Um, we have the greatest superstar of our generation. So it's King's Court, and uh, Ziggler comes out. Yeah. And talks to Jerry the King Lawler, who's talking about how, like, hey, we, you know, we've fought before. We've known each other for a while. What's up, man? Why you got to be so mad? And Ziggler cuts this promo where he talks about how, so there, so there, there was an incident on Raw yeah. some years ago when it was uh, Michael Cole and King and uh, King legitimately, this, yeah. this is not storyline, had a heart attack. Yeah, it was fucking terrifying. On the show at yeah. ringside. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the the doctors came out there. Um, basically, if it, if it hadn't been for the fact that there's like a WWE doctor there. There, yeah. <laughs> for the ring, yeah. he might have died. Yeah. And so he, he goes backstage. Um, uh, Michael Cole's like, the, this is the, this is the, the uh, uh, key phrase, like the code word phrase for when this is not a joke, because mm -hmm. uh, Jr. did this when um, Owen Hart died, yeah. and Michael Cole, because he didn't know if J King was going to live. It's the uh, this is not a part of tonight's entertainment. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, no, this is like I don't want to. Don't want to come out here and say that all this stuff is fake and planned. Yeah. But you need to know that this is the real thing that's happening. Yeah. Uh, and then for the rest of the night, there was there was no comment. More just like this is we did not. Exp this was not planned. Yeah. This <laughs> like, was not planned. This is <clears throat> King has suffered a heart attack. Yeah. There will be no commentary for the rest of the night, and there was really weird for the rest of Raw. It was super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, he lived, thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, he. Uh, hasn't been on commentary since then. This was again no. several years ago. Like he used to be on the pre-shows and stuff, but they've taken him yeah. off since then too. And so he's he's around. He actually helped call the Royal Rumble match, which was weird. Yeah, it was really bizarre. Yeah. I don't know what the what it was, but it was just like, all right, mm -hmm. sure. Anyway, I mean, um, as long as I get Corey Graves, I don't really give a fuck. Like, but earlier in the night, yeah, of on that episode of Raw, King had had a match with yeah. Ziggler. Yeah, because King, even when he was doing commentary, he still wrestled. Yeah, he wrestled indie dates. He didn't wrestle on the main roster very often. Mm -hmm. Maybe once or twice, a, maybe like once still, a year like, as like a special thing. They still make but, good money even doing indie dates. Like, yeah. make a couple thousand. Well, I mean, or, I King would, yeah, yeah, for sure, right? Uh, and so in this promo on SmackDown, Ziggler's basically like, the like I I know that you don't like me because the stress your body went through having that even just that one match with me on raw this that's what pushed you over the edge and gave you a heart attack yeah it's my fault that you <laughs> had a heart attack <laughs> it's like oh that's we're now okay all right we're, we're, we're now enough years past that yeah. we can we can use 
Jerry Lawler literally almost died on air in the storyline. Okay, cool. All right. There's no time limit. But I mean, like, wrestling's weird. They do stuff like that all the time. They always ask people. They don't Not always. Not always, but... We talked about the the Reed Flair thing. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they don't always... We we, we don't need to get into it now. Yeah, but they don't always ask. But they're pretty good. Yeah. For the most part, wrestlers are pretty good. I mean, King was literally there, so... Yeah. Anyway, then he attacks King and beats him up, and JBL runs runs out from behind the the, uh, announce table and eats shit on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Trying, trying to get into the ring to help. JBL ate shit walking out on the pre-show. He tried to do his little two-step and he just fucking you, <laughs> He just went down. Did you see that JBL, uh, after the King, after this segment where he runs out from behind the announce table mm-hmm. to try and get up to where King is uh, and eats it, on the, I guess it would have been a week later on 205 Live, mm-hmm. some local jobber was in the ring with the name Trip Bradshaw. <laughs> Jesus, really? Yeah, that's a backstage. That's that's a rib. that's a rib. That's a rib. <laughs> that's a rib. We got him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that uh, that thing with Ziggler and um, Kalisto and Apollo Cruz predicated this two on one handicap match. Yeah. Because uh, Ziggler's like. Daniel Bryan was like, you can't just be picking fights with everybody. And yeah. Ziggler was like, I could beat them both by myself. And Daniel Bryan was like, all right, fine. You got a match. Which seems a weird thing because usually it's two baby faces against one heel, right? Yeah. And if the heel wins, <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah. Right? But then it's like you need two, like, for the baby faces, it's like you need two of you to beat him. Mm-hmm. Usually baby faces is like, one-on-one, let's do this. Pistols at dawn. It's like, nope, we're going to get two. But before this match even started, Ziggler attacks Kalisto during his entrance. Yeah, Apollo Crews comes out first. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, it's really Kalisto. sad. It's just like, <laughs> the poor guy. The poor guy. <laughs> We've talked about him like a half a dozen times on this show, but it's just like, you got to do more than yeah. th- even than this. Um, Apollo Crews, or sorry, uh, Apollo Crews is out. Kaliso comes out. During Kaliso's entrance, yeah. Ziggler attacks him from behind on the entrance ramp yeah. and hurls him into the LED screens yeah. and uh, sort of takes him out of contention and then gets in the ring and the match starts one-on-one with Ziggler versus Cruz. Yeah. Um, eventually, Kalisto gets comes back. back but it's just like, all right. And then um, Kalisto doesn't really... He doesn't really sell much. Like he's just like he doesn't look like he'd just been attacked. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like springboarding and jumping around and stuff like that. And it's like, all right, okay. Um, Ziggler loses. He I can't yeah. remember even who. Oh, Apollo Cruz hits that finisher the, of his. The spinning power bomb. Yeah, thingy. Yeah. So the babe faces both beat up the big bad heel. Big bad Dolph Ziggler. After the match, he puts <laughs> Uh, Cruz's leg inside a steel chair yeah. and stomps over it, and the crowd starts chanting, Thank you, Ziggler. Ziggler. <laughs> it's like something about this formula isn't working because we still want to cheer for Dolph. Like, it's not enough just we to headbutt. Cheer, we want to cheer for Dolph, and we just don't, stone cold don't care about Apollo Cruz. Yeah, it's like you he headbutts Apollo Cruz, and everyone's like, Yeah, not a heel turn. <laughs> so it's like, No, he's not a bad guy. No. <laughs> so. Uh, they should have picked someone else for him to turn on. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Bryan's just so easy, right? He's like, if he had just done something to Daniel Bryan, yeah. we'd all be like, boo this man. But had to pick up all crews. Next is the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship Tag Team Turmoil Match. Yeah. I, I love this. What happened was 
American Alpha, yeah. the SmackDown Tag Team Champs, had been doing nothing. Yeah, they hadn't like been on zero. TV, nothing had been going on. They show up backstage talking to one of the backstage interviewers, and they're yeah. like, did everyone forget that we existed? Yeah. What is this BS? We're going to go out there and issue an open challenge. Yeah. And so they go out. Uh, into the ring, and they're like, all right, open challenge for the tag team champs, taking on all comers, who wants to challenge for the title? Yeah. And over the course of several minutes, every <laughs> SmackDown <laughs> tag team comes, comes out, because everyone's been like, we haven't had a chance to fight you, so let's do it. And it just turns into this massive brawl in the ring. Do you think... <sighs> a lot of people seem to have a problem with this, because they feel like they don't know what to do with the division, That's so fair. they're just throwing them all together in one big match. That's been, I mean, since the brand split, I've been saying that, right? That it's like, and all the tag teams in a big group match, yeah, right? And for a little while there, when the with the um, Usos and Alpha, or? the Usos and Alpha, but mostly the Heath Slater storyline, yeah, that was interesting, yeah. But then they just like we talked about it. They just Stone Cold stopped it. They were just like, we're done. Guys, like, fuck me. This match reminded me how great the heel Usos are. Love their music. Mm -hmm. I love their look. Yeah. I love the way they wrestle. It's just awesome. I'm hoping that... <clears throat> like, give them a microphone and let them start running people down, too. I'm hoping that this gives them... This match that we're about to talk about has been able to seed some ongoing sort of feud stuff. Yeah. But also, there's only two face teams. It's the American Alpha and... Um, Slater, Slater and Rhino. Yeah. Oh, on the SmackDowns leading up to this, the Ascension pinned somebody. They got a yeah, win. Right? They got a W. <laughs> and I was like, yes! Because I really, Victor. really like the Ascension. They were awesome in NXT, but they have done fucking nothing. Yeah. I mean, so, a lot of those tag But again, a lot of those tag teams haven't done anything. Like, Brizongo's great. Yeah. They're hilarious. They're really fun. I love the Fashion Police the, gimmick. The, the, like, giving out the tickets, tickets to people. So good. It's so good. Yeah. So... Basically, what a tag team turmoil match is, is um, awful for whoever's out first. Pretty it, much, You yeah. start with two teams, and whichever team wins stays in the ring, and then another team comes out. And then it, it just, it's, it's just elimination until the last two teams. So yeah. your seed is really relevant. So it starts with uh, Slater and Rhino versus Brizongo. Yeah. And, uh, and through the course of this match, everyone, like gets to do stuff. Yeah. Like, no one gets completely destroyed, yeah. which is which is nice. Uh, Brizongo gets eliminated first, though. Yeah. Um, because uh, Fandango tries to roll up Slater, but doesn't realize that Rhino's, Rhino's a legal man. man. Yeah. It's pretty good. And then he gets a gore, gore, gore. gore. Uh, the Vaudevillains are out next. Nice oh, yeah, to, they're nice still a thing. I keep on forgetting about them. I know. Yeah. I like them. That gimmick's so great. Yeah. The they again they get to do some stuff and <laughs> they do some things. It, it is they do yeah. some things. It's entertaining. They yeah. they eventually get eliminated. So Slater and Rhino have now defeated Brizongo and the Vaudevillains. Must be getting very tired, which is a shame because out next are the Usos. Yeah, Jimmy and Jay, the Usos with their cool music and their gimme gimme gimme, Jimmy Jimmy Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy and Jay, and and Jay can come too. Yeah. Every time I hear Jimmy, like I think of that. Do you remember on the movie The Wizard? Oh, yeah. It's Fred Savage. And they're at the end of the movie, and they're about to play Super Mario Brothers 3, and fucking little Jimmy Woods hasn't shown up yet. And the announcer's like, gimme, 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 Jimmy Woods. And that's all I can ever think of. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but sorry. Yeah, no, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it's the only thing I can think of. Next, 
Oh, right, sorry. By, ne by next, I mean they eventually get... They, they pin Slater and Rhino. Yeah. Again, Slater putting in some, some good work himself. I think there's... Whenever Rhino leaves, I don't know if Rhino's going to stick around for much longer, but Slater's got... Well, he didn't win his election, so... Oh, he didn't? No. I guess that's why he's still around. Yeah. Who would have thought that they wouldn't hire a wrestler with no previous politics? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. The tag team champs, American Alpha, are out next. Yeah. So it's American Alpha versus the Usos. I don't know why you'd think that, like, the champs would, would come out last. Come out last or first? Yeah, depending on if you have a crooked GM. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, whatever. Uh, I assume it's just all random. So then. Uh, American Alpha versus the Usos. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah. Super fun section of it. The Usos get eliminated. Mm -hmm. And even though it previously it's been like, team gets eliminated, other team immediately out. American Alpha gets eliminated, but before another team can come out, the Usos just beat the crap out of them. Yeah, you mean the Usos get eliminated. Is yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, the Usos get eliminated, eliminated and yeah. then beat the crap out of American yeah. Alpha. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. We do that sometimes. I've noticed while editing, I've been like, Adam or I totally said the wrong, <laughs> the wrong name. The, the literal, just, we the just, literal <laughs> opposite wrestler there. <laughs> we just blank over it. Eh. Yeah. Eh, they know what we mean. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, human, they, they just they just wreck. Yeah. Throw them in the stairs, do all kinds of stuff. Like they're just they're toast, yeah. right? And so the last team was the Ascension. Dude, I popped so hard. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck, they're gonna win the titles. I mean, it's cheesy, but who cares? I was like, yeah. I was on board and. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, thankfully, it doesn't, it's not just like that American Alpha completely no-sells it. Like, Connor and Victor get in the ring, they like grandstand a little bit, they pick up, uh, who is it, Gable? Yeah, yeah, and they give him the fall of man. Yeah. Uh, Gable's the one that's in the ring, by mm. the way. Like, Ch um, Jason Jordan is like outside the ring, dead somewhere. Yeah. And they pick up Gable in the ring. No, Jordan's in the ring. Jason Jordan's in the ring. They give Jordan the fall of man. Yeah. Gable manages to get him back to his feet and break up the pinfall mm -hmm. and uh, they slowly manage to just barely fight back yeah. and eventually hit the grand amplitude on Victor uh, to get the win and retain their title yeah in I was in a pretty entertaining match yeah it was good I was a little upset just because not I shouldn't say upset but I was like man I really hope the ascension's good again someday I mean this didn't ruin them again for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm always going to be on board. I'm one of those people that's just, I'm just going to be on board with them regardless of how much they lose. Yeah. Like, I just like them. I like the way they look. They just remind me of, like, old 80s style, like, demolition or, um, like, the Legion of Doom and mm -hmm. stuff. So, I don't know. A lot of people were really upset because they're like, whoa, they spent weeks. I was like, first of all, they didn't spend weeks building up the Ascension. No. They won once. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's fucking they pump to, the brakes to, a little bit here. They had to make them look at least a little credible. Yeah. Otherwise, but I mean, it like, didn't make them look great that they came in. American Alpha was really hurt, and then they still lost. But mm. it's wrestling. Like, I think this is just to make Alpha seem a lot stronger. Yeah. Because they hadn't been on TV defending ever yeah so it's like fine whatever like i was fine with it the match was fun they everybody got to showcase what they do heel usos are great um american alpha is great so mm -hmm. i'm assuming it's just gonna be usos and alpha i hope so yeah. going to probably not wrestlemania they probably won't i don't know they'll probably some multi-man match again on the pre-show yeah. <laughs> yeah but i'm assuming at the next smackdown pay-per-view which is money in the bank Right? Right, yes. Money in the Bank is SmackDown exclusive. So. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel fine with it because SmackDown's going to 
I mean, SmackDown's writing record is pretty good, so whoever yeah. wins that Money in the Bank title. Yeah, I just... I, I, as I long like, as it's not like Apollo Crews or something. I like but, there being one for each brand. Yeah. Anyway. But, anyway. Next is an excellent video package that tells you everything you need to know about Nikki Bella versus Natalia. Oh, yeah. The... Yeah, there's three women's matches on this card. Yeah, this was a showcase for the women's division. And I said it on Twitter, but I was really like, good. I said it on Twitter, and I was like, wow, what a showcase. Like, they were all awesome. Even this match I really liked. Yeah. The... <laughs> well, I liked it. Um, <laughs> the... <laughs> this goes all the way back to Survivor Series. Yeah, this was a slow burn. Natalia desperately wanted to be captain of the Survivor Series team. Mm -hmm. And Nikki Bella gets attacked backstage. Yeah. And Natalia, who's the coach, is like, well, gee, Daniel Bryan, I guess I got to get in there and help my team out. And Bryan's like, okay, fine, <laughs> sure, go for it. Yeah. And then it's like, who attacked Nikki? Yeah. And Nikki thought it was Carmella. And Carmella kept being like, no, it, it seriously wasn't me. But they fought about it. And Carmella's like, I've been telling you this whole time it's not me. Yeah. It's Natalia. Yeah. And, and Natalia at first was like, it wasn't me. Yeah. Nikki was like, I don't believe you. And Natalia's like, yeah, good, you shouldn't. Yeah. Because obviously we're friends, like on that show, Total Divas. Yeah. And um, uh, Carmella just kept maintaining, <laughs> in, a very, in a very confident way, like, <clears throat> I have no reason to lie to you here or to have attacked you. Mm -hmm. Why would, it was, look, it was Natalia. Yeah. That's my information, do yeah. with it what you will. And eventually, the Nikki and Carmella managed to goad Natalia into admitting that it yeah. was her because actually it was me Austin it was me all along <laughs> actually she hates Nikki yeah. and everything that Nikki stands for damn because she is wrestling royalty as a member of the Hart family and she's worked her whole life for what she deserves in the WWE whereas yeah. Nikki has been handed everything because she is pretty and she's dating John Cena shit <laughs> That's that's. They brought up the John Cena thing. That's Natalia's angle on it. There was a great line. I can't remember what the lead into it was, but Natalia was like, "And that's why John Cena will never marry you." Yeah, this <laughs> is like, oh, well, it was like, uh, <laughs> beauty fades, right? Yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna get old and ugly, and then 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 what are you yeah. gonna have? And Nothing. So then there was a lot of sort of lead up to this with like Nikki doing like the yeah. So they can't see me in in one well not calendar year but in like within like a couple months they have outed Dean and Rachel or is it Rachel? Rachel. Renee. What, what is it? What's her name again? <laughs> Renee Young. Renee Young. Why did I say Rachel? I don't know. Oh, our words. Dean Dean and Renee. Dean and Renee Young are a couple mm -hmm. on screen now and yeah. off screen and then Nikki and John. Mm -hmm. We all knew they were but they admitted it yeah. like on camera. Cuz technically Total Divas storyline is separate from main roster storyline kind of kind of in that you shouldn't be expected to have to watch total divas to understand that what's going on in the ring if they start putting fucking storyline in total divas i'm gonna be so upset well they've actually stopped that to be honest because that, that's what it was this is like this is the only the only thing that's come close to that right like mm -hmm. they did for a while like try to work total divas stuff in with the stuff that was happening on raw with the divas division when it was still the divas division yeah and it was like Really, it must have been a pain in the ass for the writers because they 
they shoot Raw every week, but they had to shoot all of the season of Total Divas like ahead of time. Yeah. And know like, okay, so this will air three months out, so we gotta make sure that we put the title on this person. Oh. Like, yeah, right? So that it, oh. so that it lines up with, <laughs> And it was it it made everything bad. It was bad oh, for it everyone. Sounds awful. So now Total Divas and Total Bellas is, is its own they have their own stuff going on. Yeah. And the in ring stuff is separate. Jesus. But, yeah, basically it's the Natalia is jealous and thinks that she deserves better because of what she has and she thinks that Nikki uh, just used her looks and her connections to get to where she is and she even got her own spin-off yeah. and um, uh, yeah she's she's mad about it and they're gonna and they're gonna have a fight and uh, they have a fight and a big they finally a, fight a big part of it is that she thinks that she's the better wrestler yeah and that Nikki is 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 not a good wrestler which was interesting because in this match Nikki really mm. stepped up yeah. what she was actually doing in terms of in-ring Stuff. Yeah. It was great, man. They're both, I think they're both good. I mean, Nikki Bella's gotten a lot better. But uh, I think people just write Nikki Bella off, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that, that's sort of the point, right? Yeah. Like, even the commentators were, and again, this is, the commentators are doing this intentionally, but they were, you know, talking up how Nikki was doing in the ring because she was doing interesting moves that she doesn't normally do. Yeah. Because, you know, normally she's, wrestles pretty safe and does the same sort of moves and they were like whoa haven't seen that at a Nikki Bella before yeah. which is like obviously the commentators are, the commentators are supposed to do that yeah. to to but at the same time it's like oh Just yeah tell the story that's yeah, happening right. in the ring right you're yeah. right i haven't seen that before you are right i yeah, i've never seen that before yeah and then um, what ends up being funny uh, at least this is as as Nikki or as the point that Nikki makes is that um uh Natalia uh, despite claiming that that she's the better wrestler, mm. uh, the the contest ends in a no, in a in a double countout. Yeah, right. Yeah, Nikki tries to break the ten count, mm -hmm. but Natalia pulls her back out of the ring. Yeah, so they both get counted out. Yeah, and so Nikki's like, "I thought you said you were a great wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. What what, what the happened? hell is that?" Yeah, brilliant heel move too, right? Like, yeah, the heel. In the classic sense, usually ends up they're in over their heads mm -hmm. and tries to do everything they can to either delay the match or yeah. cheat. And Natalia did exactly that. It was good, man. And, and then, and like, then they, they fight after the match. They fight later on. And, and nothing gets resolved. Nothing gets resolved, but there's interesting because this is what I get for reading WrestleMania rumors. <laughs> but the rumor right now is John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. Hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, remember when Nat Natalia and Nikki Bella were fighting each other backstage? Right. And Nikki bumped into Maurice, knocked the powder all over herself? Oh, yeah. And in the Elimination Chamber, we'll get to the part that happens. Right, right, yeah. right. That's, I think that's what they're setting up. I don't know. I haven't watched SmackDown from last week yet. It's a good so point, because Maurice is a former champion, too. She yeah. just hasn't wrestled. But that's the, that's like what that. I read, and I need to stop fucking reading this shit, because... I need to enjoy the storyline for what it is, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, rather than just knowing, like, oh, that's why they did that. Yeah. Like, I've been trying really hard not to look online, and I'm getting better about it, but, like, I haven't looked for probably, like, a week or so yeah. since Elimination Chamber, so. Next. <sighs> Randy Orton versus Luke Harper. Yeah, this match was fucking great. This was a really Luke good Harper is criminally underrated. Yeah. I don't think he is anymore. Not anymore. I think people are really before this getting match. On board. What a fucking match. Yeah. Like just two men that I believed it was a fight. 
Yeah. Because this is, again, this is like the, the, the deconstruction of the Wyatts. Do you think this is like the way they're telling the story is like Randy's going, not, not knowing what you know from SmackDown this mm-hmm. week, but I thought leading into this match, I was like, maybe Randy's just trying to pull the Wyatts apart from the inside, you know? Like, well, that's always, thing. Been, that's always, always been the thing. Assumed, yeah. yeah. But I'm just hoping that if that's the case, Bray sees it coming. Mm-hmm. Like, we've talked about that too, but I just mean like, but fuck me, Luke. Like, I hope he gets something to give us more character from yeah. him. Like, he's a good wrestler, we know that. Yeah. But I want more from him yeah. than just like, he can wrestle. Yeah, so this was just a, not just, this was a grudge match, like yeah. we said, set up at the Rumble, set up over the course of many months leading up to that, mm-hmm. um, to basically th- these two, you know, the two disciples of Bray Wyatt to settle their differences. Yeah. Um, and I guess without, I mean, Luke has already turned on Bray. Yeah. So it's not really like a, the winner gets to stay in the family sort no. of thing. It's it's basically it's, like, it's just it's just between these two. Like Luke thinks like without he I mean he hasn't said hmm. we don't have an interview with Luke Harper, but I'm assuming Luke just thinks that it's Randy's fault. Oh yeah. That he's not For in the sure. family anymore, right? He's like yeah. you're to blame. Like things were fine before you came that's along. Without even without him talking, that's pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, really really good match. Great match. Um, it's it's one of those ones where it's like. We know that Randy won the Royal Rumble, and so yeah. Randy will be challenging for the title at WrestleMania. So Luke Probably isn't going to win this match because yeah. you can't make Randy look bad. Look not look bad, but look not like a winner just yeah. before WrestleMania, or else it's like, well, but Luke beat him. Why isn't Luke going to challenge for the title? Right. Yeah. So you kind of know that Randy has to win this match mm-hmm. for like narrative flow. Yeah. But it was still a great match. You can still look good in a loss. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Wins. I I take wins and losses with like a very like the tiniest grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Like I never like the Ascension. I still like them, and they lose all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just it's their look and anything else. So, um, I mean, as far as details about this match, like not a lot. Like a lot of people complain that Randy Orton can be kind of robotic in the ring. Hmm. Like look like he doesn't care. Hmm. I never really got that vibe when I watch him. I'm just kind of like, oh, he's Randy Orton. He's, yeah, I thought he, he just seems very, he's very clean. He's very clean. God, are, the guy's timing is ridiculous, by the way, right? The, like his, his RKO timing is just the like... The RKO timing is amazing, but yeah. the, for me, it's the scoop slam. Yeah. I don't know how he does it so fast, fast and neat. Yeah. It's just like... Just in, Do you think his damn. is better than Goldust's? Goldust has a good one, too. Goldust does have a good scoop slam, but yeah, I, I don't know. Randy's is just so quick. Yeah. And he manages to. And he get, does on big dudes like Luke Harper. Luke yeah. Harper is not a tiny guy. No. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Randy. Randy wins, wins with the RKO. With an RKO, it's not really out of nowhere. It's, it's you know. I think he. Oh, he does the thing where he blocks the because Luke's finisher is this discus clothesline, mm-hmm. and he does this thing where he like blocks it, like knocks his arm off, like not off, but <laughs> he knocks his arm off, blood everywhere. <laughs> but he like Luke goes for it, and then Randy just goes like this and like knocks his arm away, and then hits the RKO. Yeah, it was a pretty cool finish. Like yeah. I like the way the sequencing of it. So yeah, Luke Harper lost, but I think he looked like a million bucks. Yeah, coming out of it. So I'm excited to see. Oh right, sorry. Continue. I'm just excited to see where Luke goes next. Yeah. The bit you were talking about with Maurice is actually that happens. After this? That happens right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, fight Nikki, backstage. Nikki's backstage with Renee and says that nothing got resolved with Natalia and they still have to settle their differences. N- Natalia attacks Nikki from behind and throws her into the makeup table, knocking knocking Maurice over. So Maurice yeah. is now super unhappy as well. Yeah. 
Next is the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Yep. Champion Alexa Bliss defending against Naomi. Yeah. Who's just gotten so great. Yeah. She's yeah. been fantastic. And I think that like Naomi got this title match because she pinned Alexa in the six women match. Yeah. At the Royal Rumble. At the Royal Rumble. Didn't she pin her at some other time too? I think so, yeah. She's got a couple of pins on her, but she pinned her in the, the six women's match at the Royal Rumble, so it was kind of like, just kind of defaulted to her, almost. I don't remember if, yeah, I think that was pretty much it. It was just like, all right, you pinned her, so here's you go. Here's your title shot. Um, there was a double contract signing leading into this match. Are there they any, did. I'm just thinking, actually, are there any women on the roster who weren't, like, Carmella was in the skybox with Ellsworth. Yeah. But not shown, like, on TV. Yeah. I think it was the um, whole division. It was the was whole on division the, was wow. on display tonight. Yeah, man, crazy. crazy. And um, the whole tag division was in the same match. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. wait, who wasn't? Because even Mojo and Hawkins were in the pre-show. Yeah. Who, who wasn't on, on the, the show? SmackDown roster? Was not. Because the the main event was six people. There was a two-on-one handicap match. Mm-hmm. Is there any active wrestler on SmackDown who was not on this show? I don't think so. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> it is incredible, actually. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I, neither did I until just now. Mm -hmm. Huh. Huh. Neat. Huh. Anyway. Um, there was a double contract signing right. leading into this match, and uh, Alexa, Bliss is, uh, Alexa Bliss, God, she's great. Like, she just does that, like... She's really disgusted by everyone around her at all times. Great facial expressions. Yeah, she's got great facial expressions. So that was the that was one contract because you said double contracts. Yeah, and then Becky Lynch and Mickey James, James right. were the other two. Um, it ended in a fight. Pretty sure. All these details are super vague. Contract right signings always do it in the fights. Yeah, um, the match was good. I mean, yeah. a lot of people complained. Like, I actually, I was in GP Vancouver this weekend, mm -hmm. and I actually had a couple of people come up to me and ask, talk about the show a little bit, and yeah. they, they were like, oh, Naomi botches all the time. I was like, not really. I mean, maybe like once or twice. I think she did something in this match, but I can't remember what it was. She did something, but it was like, whatever. Like, every. People are way too critical. Like, it's not like she's just fucking up everything all the time, right? No. Like, Shawn Michaels botched things. <laughs> I'm not comparing Naomi to Shawn Michaels, but, like, everybody makes mistakes, right? You can't have a perfect match every night. Yeah. So, the match was good. I'm trying to remember, like, if there's anything crazy that happened. Nothing particularly crazy. No. Um, the end of the match comes when Alexa goes for Twisted Bliss. Yeah. Which is her finishing move. Naomi gets her knees up to block it. Yeah. And uh, while Alexa is reeling from the knees, mm -hmm. uh, Naomi hits what is now her new finisher, I guess, which yeah. is the um, split leg moonsault. Which Thank is, Christ, because that fucking butt bump thing was aw is awful. The rear view. She calls it the rear view. Drop. It sucks, man. I, I, I believe the name of the move is the she calls it the rear view, John, because <laughs> that's all Michael Cole would ever say. <laughs> It was, it's, she just, the rear view is that she would jump up and hit you in the face with her butt, which I'm sure some people are super into the idea of, but wasn't a great finishing move in the... It doesn't do anything! It doesn't do any damage! No! <laughs> there's no damage modifier! Well, there's no, she, there was no, um, uh, like, lateral force. Yeah. She would just sort of jump She just up, jumps straight up. up. And just, just... And they ran into Just, like, just kiss that egg, right? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> 
Just like nothing. Anyway, <laughs> funny story. Yeah. I finally watched Monster Factory this weekend. Nice. And that was one of the episodes I watched. Good. I watched both the wrestling episodes and the golf uh, episode. The King's Game. Yeah, the King's Game. <laughs> a game on the links. <laughs> Good old John. The fucking, the fucking wrestling one was great, though. The Christopher, 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 Christopher. <laughs> I love Christopher, 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 Christopher. Yeah. Uh, the pebble. Yeah, so. I, um, yeah, I didn't believe the hype how the show was that it's funny. It's super funny. It's really funny. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the, uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, the, the split leg moonsault is sweet. Yeah. And Naomi Pinder, I had PogChamp face. I was like, what? They fucking, what? I was like, she won? Good for her. Because, hey, man, I feel like we have been championing championing Naomi Mm -hmm. for the last few months on this show. Yeah. Like, she always looks good. She can wrestle. Her entrance is sweet. Yeah. Like, finally. And then fucking after that, she had an interview, and she almost starts crying. Well, and the, the crowd starts chanting, you, you deserve, deserve it. it. So I start crying. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, man. <laughs> Wrestling, why? And she gets yeah. to carry the title to her hometown yeah. at WrestleMania in Orlando, Florida. But I think she had, like, an ankle injury. We're not sure how bad it is. Uh, it's like a knee thing? It was she a knee thing. Knee, I don't know. She had a knee I think she's fine, she'll though. Be, she, yeah. I, think, I, I, think I did not fine. know that she was married to one of the Usos. Oh, yeah. There was a backstage thing and fucking... right Uso. I don't know. One of the Usos. One of them. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Jimmy. Uso. Um, there was a backstage segment and Naomi was like celebrating and the Uso was... Who's just there? No character. He wasn't in character. God damn it. The, the Uso was there. The Uso was there. Nice. He wasn't in character. Ridiculous. The business is dead. Kayfabe is ruined. Yeah, kayfabe fucking flippy shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did I ever, I'm sorry, but did I ever tell you what the, I told you what the fucking magic cards, right? Did you ever see them? Which? The, the, the guy made wrestlers into magic cards. Oh, yeah. And there was two that was Will Ospreay and Ricochet. Right. And if they're both on the battlefield at the same time, you kill wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see, like, recently, like last week, they did a, they, they had a match and they did that bit where they, they're standing doing a stare down and then they both run to either they both run away and do the flip and the bounce off the yeah like they were they were and doing, they do the, they the were pose doing, yeah they were they yeah. were going to do that thing again yeah um but they hit the top rope like they they hit the ropes and the top rope just snaps really <laughs> yeah okay i should get some background why that joke is so funny <laughs> because will osprey and ricochet had a match in japan yeah and it was just flippy shit. Like it was, they were it was the most choreographed. It was like, awesome. Like you should go watch. It's on YouTube. Yeah. You can find it. It's like Will Ospreay, Ricochet. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know it. if it was New Japan or something like that. Yeah. And it was so choreographed, and it was just like, but it's so athletic, and the timing and everything else. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And fucking, is it Vader? Was Vader the one that called it flippy shit? Said the business is dead. I mean, everyone, calls everybody it did, but, shit, but but I think it was Vader. I want to say Vader or Sid Vicious, hmm. one of the two. I'm not going to go into who they are, but you can Google yeah. them. And one of them tweeted and said, "Like that was the worst match. That's the worst thing that could ever happen to wrestling. Wrestling's dead. All oh, the wrestling's yeah. dead forever. So that's why. And then you put if them you both on the bed. Will <laughs> kill wrestling. <laughs> Oh, great. Wrestling's the fucking best. God damn, I love this stupid shit. It's great. Just stuff like that, like the culture surrounding it and like how into it people get. Yeah. And when they think they make such grand claims that wrestling's dead, like 
Anyway, elimination chamber. Elimination chamber. Yeah. So the elimination chamber, the way it works is you have six, because I don't know, if, did we do one last year? Nope. I don't think we did, no. It was two years ago was the yeah. last one with like the tag team one. Right. And then Ryback won the Intercontinental title. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Elimination Chamber is a it's it's a bigger, scarier steel cage. <laughs> yeah. Inside which the four corners are four pods. Yeah. Uh, covered with with like encased in Lexan, and four guys come out and get in the pods. Yeah. And then two guys start having a match in the ring, and every interval. One of the pods. I think it's is, five minute intervals. I think so. One of but, the pods randomly opens know. up, and another participant enters, <clears throat> and it's no DQ because it's in the thing. And yeah. uh, last last person, it's elimination, and the last person standing wins the match. And so this is for John Cena's WWE ch uh, Championship. Newly won. Yeah, John Cena defending against AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, The Miz, and Baron Corbin. Yep. What a lineup. And I could see anybody yeah, winning I this match. I was, well, I mean, I had a strong gut feeling of who was winning, but yeah. I, anybody could have won this match, and I would have been like, yeah, right. all right. The uh, chamber has a brand new design this year. God, thank God they changed it, right? They put, like, padding yeah. on the outside, because before it was just metal grating. Yeah. Like, you fuck. get people tweeting pictures of, like, horrible abrasions that they received. Also, the, like, the, the, uh, the four sides have big windows now so the camera gets a better angle on him mm. which is sweet isn't it like and didn't they change because didn't the elimination chamber doors used to be mechanical nope no they were, no they were always operated but they were uh they because i remember they what were was the year one of them the door didn't open oh yeah it got stuck on something was it Seamus? Seamus was trying to get in or something? I think so. It got stuck on the, like, the chain got stuck and it, mm -hmm. it, it was bad. Anyway, this is obviously designed to avoid that. So, um, yeah, it looks sweet. New chamber looks sweet. Yeah. Dean, Baron, Corbin, mm -hmm. Miz, and Wyatt come out and get into their pods. Yeah. Meaning we know that the match is going to start with John Cena mm -hmm. and AJ Styles. I mean, why not, right? Like, yeah. The chemistry these two have is just ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> so, they fight a lot and it's great <laughs> yeah and then first person out is dean ambrose yeah dean ambrose is out first like yeah they fight there's no elimination yeah um dean's out first um uh, man i'm trying to think of like the the sort of the the specifics in this match i know that uh, well because at one point cena cena ambrose jumps up on top of one of the pods yeah and does like a his a, little like elbow a drop thing. Elbow drop from, yeah. uh, from up top. Camera doesn't get a great angle on it, but that's pretty sweet. Yeah. What was the bit? Was this when these three were in the ring when they did the thing on the turnbuckle, where AJ Styles was? On, or was that after Bray gets in? Remember when AJ was on top of the pod, and then he like climbed down to the top turnbuckle and then like flipped and they did like a powerbomb suplex spot. Mm, yeah. I don't know and, when that was. Dude, there was points in this match where like a big spot would happen and they cut to the fucking Miz in his pod and he's like <laughs> just like shocked, like doesn't know if they're dead or like yeah. a, like he's it's like, great. I don't, don't want to go up there. Yeah, and there's points in this match too where they everyone's wiped out and they just really like it put into and they do like this wider shot. See, look, I'm paying attention to shots now. Mm. When they, they kind of like pan out and there's six bodies laying around. Yeah. And it's like, holy fuck. Like they sold the idea that the Elimination Chamber is like something to be worried about. Yeah, you, and do, was, you don't want to Yeah, it's that. like when I saw them like pan back a little bit and there's just bodies everywhere. I was like, wow, that makes the Elimination Chamber look great. 
But uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Uh, um, Bray Wyatt's out next. Yeah. Still no eliminations. Nope. He hits a big old suplex on Ambrose. Yeah. And uh, Wyatt, and he charges at Styles like a video game. He <laughs> Styles moves out of the way, and he Wyatt hits the ring post instead. Yeah. So it's uh, Cena and Styles are still. It's like this is very much a sort of Cena and Styles match at this yeah. point. Still, they start climbing the side of the. Does the chamber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know what their goal is, but yeah, I don't know either. How do they get down? I can't remember. John if they Cena gets knocked or... down, I think, and then AJ gets on top. Because John Cena is down forever. I think this leads to that spot where I talked about. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Because it's Bray, Ambrose, and yeah, Cena gets knocked down uh, off, off the side. Yeah, and, and he's out forever. Like, like he's out for a very long time. Clocks himself on something, and then AJ climbs up on top of the, one of the pods mm-hmm. on top of Mrs. Pod, I think. Yeah. And they that's when Bray and Ambrose like kind of are tussling in the corner and then AJ gets to the corner and they do like a big flipping kind of suplex powerbomb thing and AJ goes like 30 feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, holy shit, dude. And then Baron Corbin's out and he starts cleaning house. He looked great in this match. Yeah. I even watched this match twice and I'm still hazy on the details. It's just so all over. It's great. But it's, it's a great match. It's so all over the place. You're going to have to apologize because <laughs> it's hard to remember all the details. Um... Baron Corbin's out. Corbin they hits, fight for a bit. Uh, Corbin hits end of days on AJ. Yeah. Oh, leading into this match, uh, Baron Corbin got a clean pin on AJ Styles. Yes. Yeah. Like the week before on SmackDown, they had a multi-man match. Yeah. And Baron Corbin pinned AJ Styles. So good mm-hmm. for him, right? Like, they've made Corbin look, especially since the Royal Rumble, like even these two weeks of SmackDown. Well, Corbin's yeah, he hits great. the end of days on Styles. Cena gets back up, puts him in an STF. Mm-hmm. He powers out of the STF and hits uh, end of days on Cena. Yeah. And it was like, wow. Corbin might win this match. Right? Yeah, Corbin's, really Corbin's a legit shot. And then really the Miz's, the countdown happens again. Everyone's laid out. Corbin's the only one standing in the ring. Yeah. And Miz's timer goes off, and Miz is just standing there like, I don't want to go fight. I don't, don't want to, because Corbin's like, come on. Yeah, let's go. Come fight me. Yeah. And because he's doing that to Miz, Dean just sort of whoop and yeah. rolls him up and pins Baron Corbin. Yeah. So Baron Which Corbin's I did not expect. Him. I did not expect Corbin to go up first. Neither did he, because he is pissed off. Yeah, and he beats the tar out of Ambrose. Yeah, like the the, the refs have the door open. They're like, "Come on, Ambrose, get out!" Or uh, "Come on, Corbin, get out of there!" And Corbin just yeah, just goes nuts on yeah. Ambrose. And he even throws him through the one of the pods. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. And uh, which I'm assuming is going to be. Oh, I just rubbed the mic. Sorry, friends. Okay. Um, which I'm assuming is going to be uh, Corbin Ambrose for the title, probably for the IC title. I guess. Uh, so because like Cena and AJ and Wyatt are out. And uh, Corbin um, lays out Ambrose and then finally starts to leave. And Miz is like watching him leave. He waits for the door to close. And And as soon as the door is closed and Corbin's for sure out, then he like. He runs in. Tears out of his pod, runs into the ring. Pins Ambrose, who got taken out by Corbin, one, two, three, and then Miz is like, "Yay! Yeah, I won. I'm the best. Yeah. I'm the best." I beat, I it was awesome. Yeah, I loved it. Miz's like facial expressions and his body language for this for the little t- he wasn't in for very long, mm-hmm. but um, leading up to that, especially like watching him like react to these big spots that are happening, like like he was a fan almost. Like yeah. it looked very unMiz like, but yeah, I still loved just it. Like, holy, holy shit! Holy. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, and then pretty soon after that, Miz gets eliminated by John Cena. Not before he hits a skull-crushing finale on Wyatt on the outside. Yeah. yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, do, do, well, the impressive part is not that he hit Wyatt with it. 
the impressive part is forthcoming. But yeah. then, yeah, Cena, Cena um, counters uh, flying crossbody into an AA. Yeah. And hits Miz and, and eliminates. So that's what I was talking about with the Nikki interact with Maurice, and now John Cena has pinned pinned Miz in this match. So yeah. I'm assuming that that's. I mean, it kind of sucks because I mean, I I didn't again. I didn't watch any of the John Cena bullshit from 2002 to 2000 mm -hmm. whatever. But I'm like, I think I feel like John's had a great kind of like year and a half or whatever. And I'm yeah. Like, I'd like to see him in a big match. I mean, it'd be great if he was fighting Undertaker, but he's yeah. not. So, um, and then. So we have Wyatt, Styles, Styles and, and John Cena. John at one point climbs up on top of one of the pods, points to the WrestleMania sign, and then does a flying crossbody on both the other guys. Yeah, pretty impressive. And then, so everyone's down. Cena gets back up and goes for Wyatt, and Wyatt counters with his sister Abigail yeah. and pins John Cena. Yeah. John, John Cena got pinned clean. So what was the... Okay, see, a lot of people were kind of like, what's the point of putting the title on... John Cena for two weeks, just to give him the 16th title reign. You know what I mean? Like, because one way or another, at this point in the match, John Cena's not winning it. Either yeah. AJ's winning it back, or Bray Wyatt's winning it. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we know that John Cena, yeah, only held it between the Rumble and now. Yeah. So, Which seems weird, but I mean, like maybe they just wanted to get the 16th title reign out of the way. Maybe. Because he's gonna break the, he's gonna break the record. Yeah. The record we're talking about is Ric Flair's 16 world title reigns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so is it just for that? I don't think so. They could have done that. They, they could have done that in the future. Yeah, it seems weird. Like it's just weird. Like it's just like okay. I would love to be like a fly on the wall. You yeah. know what I mean? This it's times like these when I'm like, I wonder why. Like what was their reasoning? Just so John Cena could put over Bray Wyatt? Maybe. If Maybe. that's the case, then sweet. I mean, like I think that's that's the only explanation I could think of when I was thinking about it. I was like, well, okay. Well, how do we make Bray Wyatt more of a threat or more legitimate? And it's like, well, get him to pin John Cena like clean. Which he did, and it was awesome. Yeah. So now we have Bray Wyatt and AJ Styles. There's this great fucking moment after John Cena gets eliminated, and Wyatt is in one corner, and AJ Styles gets up, and he's like kind of selling, and he's staggering around, and AJ looks fucking scared. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. It's just like, holy shit. AJ looked like the baby, even though AJ wrestles and cuts promos like a heel. Yeah. Like he very much, that moment was like very baby face, I thought. I was mm -hmm. like, wow, he's like, he's, I mean, he, I think he has to against Bray, you know, like as far as wanting to wrestle a certain way. AJ Styles goes for, I think they call it the phenomenal blitz. Now, his little combination kick. You know the yeah. remember the backhand that took Miz's tooth out? Yeah. Yeah. That was like was that last year? Yeah, it was last year. It was like when AJ first debuted. Mm -hmm. Miz on SmackDown, yeah. Um, and Wyatt counters with a big clothesline. And then AJ hits a four fifty or a springboard four fifty. Yeah. And doesn't pin Bray. And then uh, AJ goes for the phenomenal forearm. And then just jump straight into a Sister Abigail. Mm -hmm. And Bray fucking Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is your WWE world champion. I'm so happy. That was, I fucking, again, that was the second time I started crying. I was just like, holy I'm shit, so I can't happy. believe Bray Wyatt won a title. Well, I mean, like, he won the tag titles earlier this year, but, like, a fucking singles title? Yeah. For Bray Wyatt, the best character in the WWE. Yeah. Hands down. Without any interference yeah. from the he family. John Cena and AJ Styles. Yeah. And yes, they had been fighting since the beginning. Doesn't matter. Of don't care. Yeah, I know. Don't care. Yeah, I don't care. You pinned them both. Yeah, with and his finisher. And Nobody kicked out of his sister Abigail. No. Yeah. And spoilers, 
follow-up on, because, uh, sorry, I guess at the end of the match, wrap-up Elimination Chamber, Randy Orton comes out to the entrance and just sort of stares There's, at him. Because now, uh, I love how, even though they should have noticed it immediately, it, it, they, it, it's like the announcers come across as fucking idiots. Because they're just like, Bray Wyatt's won the title, and then Randy Orton shows up, they're like, oh, wait. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They play up wait like, Randy, wait, Orton's going Randy Orton won the Royal Rumble, that means... <gasps> it's like, no, you morons. Yeah, we all know that. Like, uh, yeah, it was, it was good though. Yeah. But, but on the next, on the following episode of SmackDown, yeah, um, John uh, John Cena came out and was like, "Okay, cool, you won. Good job. That's great and everything. I want, I want a rematch." There was a, a line in this that a lot of people really hated, and I was like, "You haven't earned." This uh, you haven't like earned that. it, and it's like, fuck you, John Bray. Definitely earned this shit. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I'll call you John. <laughs> I like that. I like that he was able to. Bray Wyatt was able to, because uh, they gave him a "You deserve it" chant, and I, I like that he was able to work that into his promo and still stay in character. I thought that was. What really, did he do? I haven't watched yet. Oh, so. just well, just he was basically like he didn't actually acknowledge it, but he basically because the heel's not supposed to, right? Yeah, he sort of <laughs> sold it like yes, you know, yes, I do, right? Like I read this great interview with Bray after he won the title, oh. and uh, talking about like, well, how do you feel about? Because you're not the typical mold, right? Like Bray Wyatt and Kevin Owens are the fucking yeah. t- the headline, like yeah. the champions of their brands, and they're not the typical build. Like, you know what I mean? They're not that chiseled bodybuilder yeah. look. They're kind of hairy and yeah. kind of portly and. But they're athletic. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, yeah. they're not athletes, but... And he was like, uh, I don't know, I just kind of stuck to my guns and just kept working on my character. And I I basically just did it so much that I grabbed creative by the throat and said, look at me. <laughs> like, just look at me. Like, I'm doing all this work, and you guys are just not giving me anything. So yeah. well, It's good. like a feel-good story of the year, right? Like, it's just like, Bray fucking Wyatt, finally. Yeah. Not only just, and it's not even like about the title. It's just like how he did it and how he got there, and he pinned John Cena, and it's just like fuck, fucking finally, the Bray, the Bray Wyatt is what he should have been three years ago. Yeah, you know. Um, there's a whole there. I don't want to get into it on this on this show. There was a thing with the with no oh. with um, Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer. Yeah. Uh, and his co-host going now. I want to know going off. Get of into a, it, Graham. Yeah, I no, want to. I, okay, I will a little me. bit because I, yeah. I, you, you can't say. Yeah, I you can't say. Anything. I'm not going to get into uh, it. <laughs> but going off about the you deserve it chance and how how they hate them because it's like it it, it it makes no sense coming. What's it like having no fun ever? It, it, no, it makes no sense coming from the coming from this source because this is a guy who's made his career about exposing storyline and exposing kayfabe and everything. Yeah. And this is this is literally like it's not. The, this is not the crowd saying the character of Bray Wyatt deserves it. This is the crowd saying, the person. We, we understand <laughs> yeah. what goes on backstage. We have been following this this performer for years, and we think that they deserve this recognition from backstage, and this is how we are showing uh, WWE management. This is how we, the crowd, are showing Vince yeah. that we are pleased with you finally realizing that this person is worth putting a title on. Yeah. Right? That's what you deserve it means, mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah. So, I disagree with you, most yeah. respected wrestling reporter. Um, yeah. I mean, but, like, I have no problems. With, I just, like, it's just shit like that. Like, that's the only way that we have of voicing our opinion. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, we go live, you and think, then... You think Vince listens to tweets? No. 
No. Do you think if I email Vince, he's going to be like, wow, wow, fuck. This guy really likes Bray Wyatt. Oh, Better. Fantastic. All right, fantastic. That's awesome. Um, but, anyway, so, like, anyway. that's the only way we have. That's all yeah. we can do. So just give us a fucking break. So, like, yeah, you deserve it. Good job. Yeah. And on that episode of SmackDown, yeah. Cena comes out and goes, I want my rematch. Yeah. AJ comes out and goes, whoa, whoa. I never got my rematch against you. Because even before, remember leading into Elimination Chamber, AJ Styles was like, I still get a one-on-one -on -one rematch. Yeah. And they were like, yes, you do. Yeah. So they're arguing about it. Daniel Bryan comes out and is like, all right, look, I, you, you, all three of you, did have a match. Tri triple threat tonight. And it's like, hmm, okay, interesting. And... Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> why, why do I say that? I don't know. At the end of the episode. Anyway. I always feel like I should say it. You yeah. know what I mean? Just so in it's, case. it's not an elimination match. It's a triple threat. So it's whoever gets the first pin yeah. uh, does. At the beginning of the match, Bray Wyatt comes down. He's doing his, like, Cena comes out. AJ comes out. Bray Wyatt comes down. He does his he does his entrance with, like, the lantern and everything. Blows the lantern out. The lights come back up. And Luke Harper is standing beside him. Yeah. And Luke Harper attacks him and lays him out. Yeah. And for some reason, the ref's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Start the match. And you're like, No, they're not going to take the title off him like fucking the next night, are they? And so, please. I mean, they, please had, wrestling the tag, gods. they had the tag titles for what, like a week? Yeah. Right? So, uh, the. Uh, uh, the bell rings and AJ and Cena start having a f having their match, and you're like, "Oh my god!" But yes, it was a triple threat match. But even after being laid out by Luke Harper before the match even started, yeah. Bray Wyatt pinned John Cena clean yes. to retain the title. Yes, <laughs> finally that that like beating eight pinning AJ and Cena yeah. in the chamber, and then. Pinning Cena clean after being attacked by Wyatt, yeah. the next on SmackDown. That is, that is, that is taking Wyatt seriously as a threat, yeah. or presenting him to the audience as a legitimate threat, and that's yeah. great. And then after the match, Randy Orton came out and was like, "I will not fight you as long as you are champion. Right? I will not cash in my. I will not use my Royal Rumble spot." Is yeah. that what he's kind of saying? Like, I will not fight. Yeah, but you. he's basically like, you know, basically saying that he's still committed to the Wyatt family. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to fight you. Which is cool because then, so, but do you think that diminishes the winning of the Royal Rumble? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Because it's, it's fuel for the storyline. I'm so fascinated by the storyline. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that something's still going to happen. Something's going to happen. But I th I, I, I'm curious to see where. They said that. I think it was on Talking Smack or something. Like, we're going to have a battle royal. Yeah. And then we're going to decide the new number one contender. So a lot of people think. Luke Harper. Luke Harper wins the Battle Royal, and then Randy's like, "Well, okay, okay. hang on, hang on." Hang on. <laughs> I said I wasn't. I said I wasn't going to fight him, but you're definitely not going to fight him. And then I don't know, like triple threat, maybe. Who, maybe. Know, who knows? I, I'm looking forward to watching tomorrow's episode. Please, God, let Bray Wyatt retain at WrestleMania. Can we just be please, so be please? So good. Just one time. Asking, I know we're asking for a lot. You've been very generous. <laughs> yeah, like, you had. They have been wrestling I, God. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I'm, maybe I'm getting too greedy, <laughs> but. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It has been for like a year and a half, man. It's been really Wrestling's good. Wrestling's been great. It's been really, really good. Like, looking back at like some of the stuff that I missed, mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm glad we're not covering mm. fucking, <laughs> I mean. That time that uh, Zack Ryder was in a wheelchair and John Cena was making out with his girlfriend and then Kane threw him into an ambulance or something? or. 
Wait, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> what the fuck? U.S. champion Zack Ryder. Yeah. Was it got attacked by Kane? Yeah. And then while he was wheelchair bound, John Cena stole his girlfriend. Like on screen? Yeah. In storyline. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I thought John Cena was a good guy. Why did he steal his girlfriend? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> they show it. They show John Cena and Eve Torres like making out, and then the camera just like pans over to Zack Ryder with a like wheelchair? a bouquet of flowers in his wheelchair, like, uh, and you're like, what is happening in life? That was like that thing you linked to me about John Cena fighting Rey Mysterio in that tournament, like the yeah. times that John Cena was like a straight up heel. <laughs> like, it's like, what the? I, that's fucking bizarre to me. I'm going to have to go back and find out what the fuck happened here. <laughs> That's so, what the f- I don't know, man. It was a weird time. I'm shell-shocked. It yeah. was a weird time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's that's going to do it for this episode. That was yeah. Elimination Chamber. Next episode will be the Raw exclusive pay-per-view Fastlane. Which is actually this Sunday. Oh, God. So we should probably record next week. <gasps> okay. I'm caught up on Raw, though. Like, I'll watch tonight, tomorrow, and then that's it. I have a little bit of catch-up to do. i got to watch the-, the I've been on Top of the, my game. The friendship, the, the festival <gasps> of friendship. I'm excited. It's so good. I can't wait to cover it. We're not going to cover it here. But. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, and then, then there'll be a little bit of a break before the WrestleManias. Yeah, WrestleMania. WrestleMania! <laughs> so said Santino Morella. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this week. Thanks, everybody, yeah. for watching. As always, Adam yeah. is on Twitter yeah. at WakeUpSuper. Yeah. And Graham Stark is also on Twitter, and he is at Graham underscore LRR. And you can find both of us doing stuff on twitch.tv slash loading ready run. Yep. Here on youtube.com slash loading ready run. Please. Because you're like, playing you're playing Horizon on Tuesday, Tuesday, right? I thought you were playing Horizon on Tuesday. I thought you were. Uh -oh. That's why I left you. Uh-oh. Did you one of us is playing Horizon on Tuesday? Because <laughs> if you because I wasn't gonna do it, be, okay, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right. And one of us will be one of us is playing Horizon Zero Dawn on yeah. Tuesday. And or maybe both of us will. Who knows? And uh, all of this and the streams and the other shows and everything is brought to you by you and your yeah. support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Yeah. I, thank you. It's great. You cool. get to you get to just go like, hey, I like all those weird things that you do. Or maybe just like a couple of them. Yeah. Here's, here's five bucks. Yeah. And it, it means the world. It's great. So, it's awesome. It lets us do all so the things that we like. Like, it gives me the opportunity. I'm doing, I got a new show with James Turner. So hopefully that show will happen this week. Um, Not the cool James Turner from Australia who does, like, Minecraft. The Minecraft famous the, YouTuber. The, the, I'm, I'm making that a meme, by the not, way. Yeah, if not, you ever see James, ask him if he's famous Minecraft YouTuber James Turner. Please. Because I'm trying to make it a meme. <laughs> don't by the way we've never met at the no. other James Turner don't don't give him shit yeah don't, don't talk, yeah I don't I'm know sure he's, he's a this great guy. guy our James this Turner is, we're just trying to we're just trying give to give him dump trucks full of shit <laughs> that's what I want I want him to be like why does everyone keep doing this <laughs> perfect all right later everybody we'll talk to you next time <laughs> bye bye